Coming up on Podcast 1716, BMW say they can be the new benchmark in electric vehicles. All right, some big chat. Let's dig into that. Stick around. Also on the podcast today, the Dacia Spring goes extreme. Auto car name their car of the year. And the Vauxhall Mocker Electric gets more range. Those stories and a lot more coming up on today's podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. EV News Daily is your trusted source of EV information for the 16th of January. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story so you don't have to. We'll start with BMW and their M Performance Bits. And they are going to use a radical four-wheel drive technology, according to AutoCar. Testing of the first purely electric BMW sports cars is now well underway. And they say a BMW, their engineers want to preserve. What is that distinctive M feeling? Now, much of that is about handling, also about the noise as well, but the dynamic character of an M car, a BMW, how that shakes out in a in a world of electric vehicles. Well, we're about to find out, I guess. It's going to be powered, the M vehicles at BMW, powered by what they call call a pioneering quad motor four-wheel drive system that is capable of extremely precise power delivery within milliseconds and it'll be done through a quad motor system that just gives you the ultimate handling as well and speaking to autocar following the unveiling of the bmw m2 recently the ceo hinted that four-wheel drive performance evs will take the lead in terms of what gets the M badge. They say that highlighted, uh, he also highlighted that a powered front axle allows for greater recuperation and energy under deceleration. So you can put a big old motor on the front axle and you don't necessarily need to use all of that power for drive, but you can certainly use all of that capability of the motor to gobble up lots of energy in regen details of how the electric m cars will be marked out from the standard versions hasn't been unveiled until now a car like well think about the bmw ix i know very nice car the ix has been called an m60 and the bmw i7 you can get m70 version of that all with more brake horsepower evs all have breakneck accelerations so i wonder how sports cars will become electric uh, sort of equivalence. I guess we're going to find out. And that's what BMW are talking about. Now, more interesting headline story today, I think, is after previewing their new platform called the New Class Platform at CES, BMW CEO over Zipser didn't beat around the bush when it came to how he thinks BMW will do in the future. He said the BMWs new class vehicles coming in the middle of the decade will become the industry benchmark the industry benchmark he used i mean so if you're going to do that if you become the benchmark you can't be second best you've got to come all guns blazing the benchmark in range all right well the benchmark in range is pretty much delivered at the minute by the likes of tesla lucid with their crazy efficiency so you've got to beat that uh, the benchmark charging speed all right, well, at the minute, <clears throat> Porsche Taycan, Audi e-tron GT, uh, charging at 270, maybe 265 with a new software update. We'll wait and see. I think it's just knocked a couple of kilowatts off the, the peak. Either way, either way. Uh, Tesla, Arnic 5, Kia EV6, Genesis GV60, all, all charging at well over 200 kilowatts. So, okay, you want to you be the benchmark in charging speed, you've got to beat them. Pricing, the benchmark in pricing. Okay, so all of a sudden you're going to make the cars that drive the farthest, that charge the quickest, and are the most competitive on pricing. 
You go for it, my friend. Um, BMW have talked a lot over the years about their EVs and at times have made some rather nice ones. But they haven't always delivered on the chat. And so, you know, words are good. Let's see what they deliver. Uh, he indeed said, as they say, show, don't tell. So I'll pop a link to Electric in the show notes. You can read more of the full quote from him, etc., uh, etc. Et Maybe he knows what's coming down the pipeline with solid-state batteries or semi-solid-state batteries that they're investing in. And that's all really good. But I don't know. Like, just I'd prefer that they played their cards a little closer to their chest, came out with an astonishing vehicle, rather than saying, hey, in three years' time, we're going to be the big daddy that everyone looks up to. Well, <laughs> okay, like I say, uh, knock your socks off, sunshine. Now, let's talk about the Dacia Spring. Uh, for a long time in Europe. I think it may still well be the slowest DC fast-charging EV on sale in Europe. Quite an achievement. And now they've got an extreme version. The Dacia Spring Extreme is now on sale. So let's find out what they've done to it. It's the first major update to the Spring that has come, and they've given it the extreme name. So what have they done, you know, with 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 this? Not to 60 in two and a half seconds? Well, no. Uh, they've now added a 64 horsepower electric motor that will deliver a, a neck-breaking 48 kilowatts. I probably wouldn't have called this the extreme. I mean, compared to the 33 kilowatts of the current Dacia Spring, this thing is going to feel like a Ferrari. Uh, the battery is the same. Not so extreme. 26.4? 26.8. Oh, my mind's gone blank. Uh, of energy in the Dacia Spring, about 136 miles of range. And uh, that's about 190 on the city cycle which is where these cars live, um, really. You can now, as of tomorrow, order the Dacia Spring Extreme. Hope you're ready for all that power. Maybe take an uh, advanced driving course or something, just so you get yourself ready for it. Now let's talk about uh, Biden uh, backing Nevada and a lithium mine there with a $700 million loan, and it'll be the second in the US to get backing from the administration as it seeks to boost the domestic supply of critical mineral uh, minerals needed to make EV batteries, says Auto uh, News, uh, Automotive News. Um, the Energy Department issued a commitment for $700 million to Ioneer. They will supply uh, the raw materials to Ford and uh, about enough for about 370,000 EVs a year for the average battery size. Demand for lithium, also used for grid storage, even weapons as well, will exceed the current production by 2030. And the US is relying on international markets and want their own domestic systems as well. Now let's talk a bit more about Rivian and the Rivian van. That's the one they make for Amazon, you know. And... Uh, there's a website called aboutamazon.com run by Amazon. It's like a public blog about the company or a public intranet, if you like, really. And they spoke to one of their drivers. Her name is Brandy. Uh, her name is Brandy Munro, and she is a delivery driver for Amazon in Baltimore, Maryland. And she says she loves her new electric delivery van. It was one of the coolest parts of my job, she says, working with these new vans made by Rivian. Loves... The electric power compared to what she had before. Uh, loves all the technology, the air-conditioned seats, the big screen in the dash that shows real-time route information of where to go, any customer notes, because often on Amazon you can put on you know your choice of where to hide the package or you know ring a certain bell, etc., etc. That's all on her screens now. 
360 cameras show you all around the van and the door to the cargo area even opens automatically when you put the vehicle in park or you park up and so the lights come on automatically. It's very, it's so much better than what you had before. And uh, some nice pickies to go with that, which is why I'll pop a link to that in the show notes if you'd like to have a look at the pictures. Now, the car of the year, well, the European car of the year, has been announced. There's some good, there's some really good cars. I, my current recent obsession is I really want a Genesis GV60. <laughs> Can't afford one. But love the powertrain of the Hyundai Ioniq 5 and the Kia EV6, but I just love the Genesis styling, feel, just everything. Uh, That's a spectacular car. Obviously, there are other spectacular cars, like Porsche Taycons and Mercedes-Benz EQSs and Audi e-tron GTs and Teslas, and they're all wonderful. But no, the European car of 2023, the absolute best one, is a car you haven't got yet, and it's called the Jeep Avenger. I don't understand this. Uh, And I'm sure they haven't paid for it because I think the European Car of the Year award is multiple journalists from multiple outlets. And I think they even publish the points that each journalist gave each vehicle and the reasons why. And I think that would be very hard, but not impossible, uh, to buy your way to number one. But it is not obvious that the jeep avenger would be the european best car of the entire year when you haven't got one yeah but the journos have driven it so i guess they've had their test drives uh, it's got a 51 kilowatt hour battery 249 miles of range solid charging 100 kilowatts Ooh, yes that, that stellantis parts bin again yeah that's okay two 10 inch screens have the driver display and the infotainment display as well. It's got Android Auto, wireless Apple CarPlay. That's very, very cool. Autocar actually issued their reasoning. Each jury member, uh, of which uh, there are 58 who voted this year from 22 countries, each one gets 25 points to dish out, and you can divvy up those 25 points how you like, uh, to at least five cars, and each car can get no more than 10 points, though, and... They gave points for technical innovation and value for money. That could be why the Jeep Avenger did well. They say, the one outstanding car on the shortlist was the Jeep Avenger. It has a real maturity and, like the very best small cars, doesn't feel cheap or dwarfed. It's usually small, it's usefully smaller than its rivals, which really adds something to the EV world. No one has yet made a small EV as complete as the Jeep. A progressive, innovative car coming from Jeep makes it more remarkable. So I haven't driven it, and it'll be interesting when I finally get to have a go in one, and I could be blown away by this best car in Europe, best EV in Europe. For me, not the Jeep Avenger, but uh, but there, you know, well, I'll, I, well, I'll, I'll I'll drive one, and I could be this could be amazing. It seems a bit weird, but hey, I think it's I think this one, I think this award. I'll do some research, uh, is is one that's very, very transparent. And uh, you can dig into what every judge gave and said about each car. So, ah, yes, well done, Jeep. Uh, now, on the way very soon, we'll talk about VinFast and how they're using influencers to get their message across and the Vauxhall Mocha Electric getting a bigger range. Stick around, those stories are on the way. 
So let's talk about the Vauxhall Mocha, or Opal Mocha. Uh, gone is the name Mocha E, and it's now called Mocha Electric. And that Jeep Avenger I just told you about, with the slightly improved Stellantis specs from what all the cars have come with for the past few years, that's going in to this. So whereas the EC4 from Citroën and the Peugeot E2008 um, have the older technology, the Vauxhall Mocha, or Opal Mocha, gets the, the new tech. Bit more range, 252 miles, battery, 4 kilowatt hours bigger, so 54 kilowatt hours. And I think the charging, I think it's, the charging stays at 100 kilowatts, doesn't it, on that? And so price of that, £36,500. It's good. It's it's really, really solid. I've seen a few of them flying around, and uh, they seem to be selling, selling those. And, and sweet spot for many family cars. Now, VinFast is a company that is trying, trying to come from nowhere. Uh, not that Vietnam is nowhere, but as a company, into the car world and sell or subscription rent you one. And one way they'll do that is to get influencers to drive them. VinFast is hoping to make a big deal of the VF8 and the VF9. And I was watching the Smoking Tire podcast. Well, you can listen to it as well. It's a, it, They put it on YouTube. And it's really interesting. There's a whole section, about an hour or so in, uh, and there's a whole section with Matt Farah, quite a well-known probably not well known in the UK for my UK audience here but he's a, I would say a very well known uh, US automotive expert journalist he he, you know, he writes good writer as well good presenter and so he revealed on his podcast that Vinfast had offered him $10,000 to drive their cars in Vietnam uh, Vinfast models have arrived in the USA last year and the range is bad, and they said so they'll fix that with an over-the-air update. But in order to persuade people to buy them, they've been offering journalists and influencers uh, all expenses paid trips to Vietnam to go test the cars. According to Matt Farah, uh, they sent him a message giving him ten or promising ten thousand dollars and all of his travel and a private island. Uh, he said on the podcast, he said. I said to them, of course not. That sounds effing shady. <laughs> He's quite blue. Uh, yeah, language is quite blue on his podcast. Uh, the story came up during uh, a discussion over a Jalopnik piece about Vinfast, and uh, Vinfast have responded to their credit. Good communication. They said he was contacted in March last year by a company called Blue Sea, an agency that had been contracted by Vinfast to reach out to various influencers uh, to uh can the agency were doing it on Vinfast's behalf, uh, not just journalists, but to just YouTubers and influencers to say, well, look, we have a budget to fly you out to come and drive these cars, and that's what it was. Uh, he maintains that he doesn't do that kind of thing, and at the time he was asked if he'd be interested in, interested in providing content on his platforms about Vinfast, and he said, thank you. But, no thank you, uh, good man, good man, yeah, he probably doesn't need 10, 10 grand. Uh, now let's talk about Proterra, uh, the makers of EV buses, today announcing their first ever EV battery plant at Greer, South Carolina. This is brilliant news, Proterra I think get, should get way more praise than they do, they're making some brilliant um, public transport and they are soon going to begin deliveries of their battery systems. In the first quarter of this year, drivetrains and ancillary systems all incorporated for customers as well at full scale. Uh, they say that they'll be the largest battery manufacturing in the United States dedicated exclusively to commercial 
Vehicles, their first purpose-built high-volume battery production plant in the eastern uh, US with gigawatt hours of annual production capacity is planned at the facility. And finally, Renault are electrifying their range and have a new TV internet campaign out with the tagline, Remember How Much You Loved Electric Cars, with the Megane E-Tech Electric, the Kangoo E-Tech, and others as well. Electric Scenic is coming. Uh, Renault 5, Renault 4, all electric are coming by the middle of the decade. Renault's new TV spots present the memory of what it was like growing up playing with scale electrics and electric racing cars and they say remember how much you loved electric cars you can see the little cars on a miniature racetrack driving around and trying to draw that parallel between the toys you played with as a kid and the cars you can buy now well, that's it's pretty good i see what they're doing there uh thank you for raising the awareness of evs Reno. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. Thank you to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland and Aloha Charge in Hawaii, Derek Riley from the EV Review Island YouTube channel, Richard at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK. Octopus Electric Universe, that's global public charging made simple with one app and one map. I still used, I tap my card. I've had that ages and even with, with the old name on and it just works brilliantly uh, I don't know why I'm whispering uh, milbrickcottages.co.uk five star luxury cottages in Devon and lease plan electric moments providing all the tools and guidance that EV drivers need have a good and see tomorrow and remember there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid